Wings of Faith. I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Trapper, and I invite you to join me as we go through powerful life lessons from Shah Habitachim, based on the Shiorim of Rav Usher Zelig Rubenstein, Zechar Tzadik Levracha. Wings of Faith, Essay 29, Jewish Suffering, Shah Habitachim, Chapter 3. Chobos Havos talks about Hashem's unlimited knowledge and power. It is important for us to discuss some of the challenges we face in believing this reality based on what our eyes see in the world around us, which seems to contradict this. We experience and behold pain, and this leaves us with questions in our hearts and minds at times. The Holocaust question. During the Holocaust, many people asked if Hashem had forgotten us. Throughout history, before and after that event, many have pondered this question. But the answer is clear and simple. Ein cheker lisfunaso. There is no way for us to fathom his wisdom. Yeshayahu 40.28 We simply cannot fathom and understand Hashem's ways, just as an infant does not have the ability to understand the adult world. We have been wrongly taught that many people lost their amuna because of the Holocaust. Some have asked, how could Hashem have let this happen to his nation? This is not historically correct, as I will show you. The masses did not lose their faith during the Holocaust. On the contrary, the Holocaust was a wake-up call and a painful cry that woke people up. A large number of Jews at the time were not following the Torah and mitzvot, were not keeping Shabbos, Kashrus, and Jewish law. Tragically, the Jews during the Holocaust were not able to keep the mitzvot in the camps due to oppression. They couldn't keep Shabbos. They had to eat treif, non-kosher, to survive. But we must remember that the one thing that they were left with was their emuna. They had to eat chametz on Pesach. They had no matzah and would die without sustenance. The Nazis, Yimach medically assessed the minimum amount of food needed to keep the Jews alive while still allowing them to perform manual labor, and they gave them that amount in bread and horse soup. But the one mitzvah that remained was that of faith and trust in Hashem. If you research those who gave up their amuna over the Holocaust and explore what they were like before the Holocaust, it emerges that in most cases, there was nothing really there to begin with as far as faith in Yiddishkeit. As soon as an excuse came along, they threw off all faith entirely. It was the same thing with the eagle, golden calf, thousands of years ago. The Erev Rav saw that Moshe was delayed in returning from heaven, and those who were weak to begin with used this stressor as an opportunity to throw off all truth and responsibility. See Shemos 32.1 with Rashi. However, the Bnei Levi, who were deeply dedicated to Hashem, did not even need words to answer the kefirah that the Sutton argued to make them think that Moshe was dead. Similarly, those who were Ehrlich Jews before the Holocaust went to the gas chambers with hearts full of faith in Hashem. Those who survived lived with daily miracles and deep-rooted faith, which they instilled in their children and grandchildren after the war. The only people who, quote, lost their faith, unquote, were those who didn't have it to begin with. An important part of our faith as a nation is that when we are committed to Hashem, we don't need answers. Avram Avinu did not always have answers. His heart was unwaveringly faithful to Hashem, Nehemiah 9.8. We are Maminim, believers, the sons of Maminim, Shabbos 97a, a nation of deep-rooted faith and commitment to Hashem. The from Jewish world was deteriorating rapidly before the Holocaust. What saved it from total deterioration was Hasidus for the Hasidim and Yeshivas for the Torah students. Outside those protected worlds, Haskalah, the Enlightenment, was taking root and threatening our very future. The Panavajarov was a survivor and a diehard Litvak. I watched with my own eyes how he would arrange a yearly Yom Zikaron in the yeshiva for his fellow Lithuanian Jews whose families were murdered by the Nazis. He ordered boxes of yarmulkes, which they gave out each year. Many of the survivors who attended did not know much about Yiddishkeit. The Rav told us many times 
Those who went into the Holocaust with Amuna emerged with a commitment to Hashem, but those who went in weak came out with even weaker faith. The Kozenberger Rebbe was never Mahal Shabbos Midoraisa while in the camps. He never drank the horse soup and he ate only the bread. If people asked him what to do, of course he poskin unequivocally for them that they must be Mahal Shabbos and they must eat anything they were given or they would die. For himself, though, he knew what he could handle. And he more than survived. He thrived and rebuilt his Hasidus and family in Eretz Yisrael after the war. I was Zoha to sit by him and hear his words of fire and Yerushalayim. His very essence was faith and connection with Hashem. Hashem sicked the Nazis against the Jews because of their spiritual deterioration, Rabbi Victor Miller. When we don't follow the Torah, Hashem sends us painful wake-up calls. The calls get more and more painful until we get the message. The Gra taught his Talmidim that each section of the Torah represents a specific time period of world history. The end of Parsha's Kisavo, where the Tochacha is found, the rebuke, corresponds to the time of the Holocaust. The Tochacha contains some of the most horrific descriptions of punishments that will befall the Jews for not keeping the Torah. This was carried out during the Holocaust. So the Holocaust was foretold, and it fits in with that which Hashem warned us about. Foretold and true. Rabbi Victor Miller read and studied the major texts and beliefs of world religions, and he published some amazing findings. He found that every promise that a religion made for those who followed their God was always a promise for future good or future punishment for those who failed to do so. Not a single religion other than our Torah promises a good life in this world for those who keep the Torah and a bad life in this world for the Jewish nation that doesn't follow the Torah. Hashem explicitly promises, If you listen to me, you will have food. And if you don't follow the Torah, then you will be cursed. Devarim 11.13 In the Tocha, the Torah lists the punishments that will befall the Jewish nation if they turn away from Hashem. Rabbi Miller noted that no religion promised anything good or bad in this world because they would be caught as outright liars when they failed to deliver. It's easy to promise a good life in the next world because no one can ever come back and say that they were lied to or gypped. The Torah promises a good life in this world for keeping the Torah and it is not afraid to express the calamities that will Rahman Litzlan befall someone, may Hashem protect us, if the nation does not uphold the Torah. The Holocaust is a most painful example of this promise fulfilled. The Klosenberg Rebbe was always sharing inspiration with others. There was an atheist from before the war who was in the camp with him. On one brutally fatal day, in which the Nazis were extra ferocious towards the Jews, the atheist walked over and said, Rebbe, do you still say Shlovasani Gai? Look at the inflictions we are undergoing because we are not Germans. If you wouldn't be a Jew, you wouldn't be suffering. The Rebbe replied, On the contrary, every day when I see more atrocities, I say Shalom Gai with even greater kavana. If I wouldn't be a Jew, I would be a savage like them. Thank you, Hashem, for elevating me and making me a holy and refined Yid. That's how the Klosmerger Rebbe held on to his bitachon in the camps. After the war, they were freed, and the Rebbe gave a drasha in the camps before Kol Nidre night. He opened up the Machzer and said, I looked through all the Averos and all Chetz, sins and confessions, and they don't apply to us. We didn't have an opportunity to do any sins in the camp, and anything we did, such as Chil Shabbos and eating treif, was permitted and even obligated in order to save our lives. So what is there for us to confess on this holy day? Then I came to one sin, which is still relevant to all of us. Al Chet Shechatan Lefanecha we confess to the sin which we transgressed before you, Hashem, that we questioned you and asked, Why did you do this to us? That is what we need to do tshuva for. 
With that, he burst into tears together with his congregants, and they elevated themselves to get closer to Hashem with pure faith. Baruch Hashem, we have not been personally subject to the Holocaust, and we don't have that kind of usurm that we have just talked about. But we do have other kinds of challenges involving our Yitzhahara, our Nisyonos, our questions, and our disappointments, which we don't understand why Hashem has brought upon us. Let us take our inspiration from the great Jewish people who survived the Holocaust, who accepted Hashem's decree, and who built a nation of Aminim in Hashem. Sadik Viralo, the question of why bad things happen to good people, is one that Moshe asked Hashem to explain to him. See Brachos 7a. Hashem replied, You can see my back, but you cannot see my countenance. Shemos 33.23 This has been explained to mean, One day you will understand me in retrospect, looking back. But in this world, while looking forward, as history is unfolding, you can understand it. Bitochen is about saying, We don't know why you are bringing about these specific events, Rebona Shalom, but we trust you. We know that you are good and fair. We know that you are doing that which is best for us, even if we cannot see it in the present moment. See Essay 41 for elaboration on Sadiq Rallo. For somebody who believes, there are no questions. For somebody who doesn't believe, there are no answers. We, who want to believe, work to strengthen ourselves and remember that we have wings with which to fly. We turn to Hashem and see His salvation and guidance every day of our lives. Thank you for joining me in that excerpt from Wings of Faith, a full elucidation of Shara Bitochen, spiced with powerful lessons and stories that bring Bitochen to life, based on the Shurim of Rabbi Usher Zeli Rubenstein Zatzal. Learn more and purchase at laveeras.com.